Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to another episode of Feeling Free. I am your host, Ben Harris. I am so excited that you are here. We have the incredible Mimi Bouchard. And Mimi is a fascinating person. In this episode, I really get to dive into um, her mind and her heart. And her focus is becoming your best self. And she does it in a unique way. Like She comes from a, a really cool background. Like She used to be in a reality show and and now she you know is redefining meditation like teaching people um how to meditate in a different way like running meditations walking meditations you know your thoughts create your reality you know pilates there's different things all about transforming your life and i think it's it's so unique in how she's being this bridge and in this episode we also talk about um spirituality her own intuition and energetics that's that she's discovering and like kind of touching, like dipping her toe in. And so it's cool to talk to her about these things that you'll be able to listen to. And her secret sauce is really just being um, herself. And that's what I discovered um, by talking to her is that, and this is really everyone's secret sauce. It really is like the best thing about you is you. And I think that gets mixed up is like we keep looking for this secret outside of ourselves like okay what is going to take us to the next level like how can we be great but really becoming your best self is just being you like underneath your conditioning your programming all the things that you've learned it's really unlearning or letting go of things and remembering who you are like who you came here as before all the fun stuff that you you know grabbed onto along the way and that is Mimi's superpower, is that she is truly herself. And it's cool. And we get to talk about fear, of course, during this episode. But I will let you get into this conversation. Uh, Mimi has an exciting project coming up, and it'll be out at the end of June. So make sure you stay in touch with her, because she is truly going to be transforming the minds of minds and hearts of many people. You don't want to miss it. And from her transformation of where she is now, I'm super excited to see where she goes. Um, I feel it. I sense it. And she's already like what she's doing right now is incredible too. But anyway, without further ado, I could keep talking all day and hyping it up. But here is mine and Mimi's conversation. Let's go. Yeah. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with the love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together. Well, Mimi, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. I just got back from LA a couple of days ago, so I'm still kind of dealing with a bit of jet lag, but I'm feeling good, motivated, and happy. I love that. Well, thank you for thank you for being here. And I just like how I wanted to begin this is just to make sure that you know um, how important and how like special you are. Like for you, just for the sake of you. Yeah. But also I know, you know, that for like other people, like you have a big purpose and a genuine soul. And I know, and I know, you know, this and like, you probably hear it, but I just want you to like, know it and like, feel it for me that 
uh, it really is important, like for like what I see with so many girls and so many women of the different aspects of life that you embody, you know, from like the inner and outer beauty to the intelligence, the ambition to some of, you know, a flair of the bougie <laughs> and, you know, mixing with the mindfulness and it really an example of you can be whatever you want to be as long as it feels good for you. Um, and I'm so happy you're here. And that even goes along with my first question. Um, you can respond to this, but, but my first question would be like, I'm curious, like, how did you get here? Like not have to explain your whole story, but I'm curious of whether it's past like previous moments in your life or recent moments of how did you become more you? Like, how did you remember the essence of Mimi? Wow. Well, I just want to start by saying thank you, Ben. That is so nice and really just heartwarming. And I totally connect Good. with you, even though we've barely even spoken. Like, mm -hmm. I think you're an awesome person as well. And I'm really excited to, to chat with you and to be doing this podcast with you. And um, yeah, to answer your question, you know, I've changed a lot over the past I would say, especially the past five years of my life. Um, I think how you said it was really nice. You know, how did you become more you? And I really like saying that as well, because I always think that personal development is more about unbecoming what you're not than it is about becoming what you've never been. Um, you know, I always think deep down inside of us, we've always had the real, authentic, truest, best self. And over time, as you're conditioned as, you know, a young kid, um, you know, from the ages of, of zero to eight, we are like sponges in the world. We take on everything and we make up stories in our head, um, you know, about the world and, and we see everything around us and we take it all in like a sponge. And after that, you know, you've been conditioned. So I really think that, you know, who we really were at birth and at, as really young kids is who we really are. And having that lightness and that childlike, you know, view for the world. Um, I think it's super special. So I kind of lost myself from, I would say the ages of like 12 until <laughs> 21. Um, so a good decade there. And I still had little moments of feeling me, but it was just, I was not authentic, you know, to myself. Mm. Like I, I wasn't, I was kind of just numbed for that entirety um, of those, those years of my life, like there were obviously moments where I felt great and, you know, happy and stuff, but most of it was just a lot of conditioned beliefs and patterns that, you know, just didn't, that wasn't aligned with me. Um, so, you know, I would say, how did I get to where I am now over the past, especially two, three years, even of the big transformation I've gone through mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually, in every area of my life, I've upgraded, um, in incredible ways. So, you know, I guess it's, it's just committing to myself and seeing the potential that I could be and mm. just believing in myself and being relentless. And if I fail getting back up and trying again mm. and just being obsessed with being my, my ultimate self, because I really believe that, you know, the biggest fear in my life, and we're going to talk about fear as well is like, mm -hmm. is that feeling of regret? You know, my biggest fear in my whole life is waking up one morning when I'm in my eighties or nineties or whatever year. And, uh, looking back at my life and, and thinking to myself, Oh my God, what if, like, what mm -hmm. if I was actually the best me? What if I was the real me? Cause I think the best you and the real you are synonymous. Like, I think that's the same, uh, the same version of you. Right. So 
you know, I, I regrets my biggest fear and I want to live life to the fullest and I don't want to follow the crowd. And, you know, I want to be extraordinary. And I think everyone has that inside of them. So my goal in life is to help people feel alive again, you know, connect with their aliveness again, feel like they're unstoppable because they are, they just need to change those beliefs they have around not being unstoppable. So that's why I created my meditation platform. And, um, you know, I do the, the stuff that I do now because I experienced it myself. I'm still on the journey, but I've really experienced it and seen the benefits from it in every area of my life. And it would be a shame to not experience living this way for everyone. So that's why. Ooh, that was really good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, ooh, there, yeah, there's so much, there's so much goodness in there. I was thinking of questions. I was like throughout the whole time, but it's flowing perfectly. So the, the word that's coming to my mind right now is when you like authentic, but you use it authentic to yourself, but so much, especially in our world, authenticity is almost used as like a strategy, like be authentic, you know? But so how do you, what is the, how do you feel into that? Or how do you monitor it of like, I am being authentic to me and not like what everyone else deems as authentic. That's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm very lucky to have a belief and I've had it a lot of my life, (laughs) uh, that I, like, I, I really will, especially lately past five years, I haven't really cared what people thought of me. So me being authentic is the only thing I know how to do. Um, you know, there are many different aspects to that, but me just being me in everyday life and it's evolved on my social platform. Like I've, I have my podcast, I have, you know, my meditation app, I have my Instagram and stuff, but you know, the biggest thing that has helped me just connect to people in general is just by not thinking before I speak. (laughs) And that's Uh, how I do my meditations. You know, I've actually tried recording meditations that were pre-written that I wrote before and it doesn't work. Like it really doesn't work. Like I was recently in LA filming um, a lot of stuff for my new website because my meditation app is changing into a new name, new branding and the new website. And um, you know, I was, we were, I was recording a meditation for the, the free meditation people can get on the website and it's going to be like this epic video. And, you know, there was a, a meditation I wanted to recreate that I had made previously on Mimi method, my meditation app. So this is like, like the, during, so like you're in LA, like you have the production all around you yeah. and it's okay. I had 20 people around me, you know, we had a huge film crew, like four different cameras, you know, like it was a lot of people Mm -hmm. and I don't get nervous about that kind of stuff. Like I've had a lot of time on camera, so I don't really, luckily it doesn't make me nervous anymore, but I was listening. I had one of my AirPods and, um, one of my ears covered by my hair because I had to listen to this meditation I had to redo. Mm -hmm. And because it was the most popular meditation on my platform and I wanted to redo it with this epic, you know, video and stuff. And so I was listening to it and trying to speak the words again while listening to it. And it just didn't work. I couldn't Mm -hmm. like record a meditation without just like not thinking of anything, but what I was being called to say. And, um, I actually took out the AirPod and I said to the team, I was like, I'm just freestyling this. It's not going to be the exact same, but I can't do it this way. And then I freestyled it in the first shot. It was done. You know, I did it. And it was better than if I had just, you know, done the the same meditation and, and said the same words because it was just coming from a different place. Right. So all to say, it's easier for me to be authentic than it is to not be. And I think you can teach yourself to have that skill as well. Ooh, 
That's good. So when you, when you go to that place, how do you describe that place? Like when you're, when you're in that moment, you know, of just like when you said listening um, and going to that place, like, what is that for you? So, you know, it's so funny, Ben, I am spiritual in my own way, but I'm not like overly woo woo spiritual. Like I go to the meditation retreats. I do all this (laughs) stuff. I'm very open to it. I have an intuitive coach. I see every week. Mm. I'm like really into that kind of stuff. But for me, how I teach and how I speak, it's not overly, um, spiritual. Like it's more motivational and pragmatic. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when I just like, when I try to explain what happens to me, like when I'm recording a meditation or in my flow, it is just me connecting with my higher self. And I know that, but I don't know if I, I don't even know if higher self is the right word. Cause again, mm. like, I don't know if I align with it being all, like, I, you know, I, I just, there's something bigger than me. That is me. I mm. feel like it's me though. So, and I connect with that. Maybe it's my future self. Maybe, um, I'm time traveling through different dimensions and, mm. you know, connecting with the ultimate me. I don't know what it is, but, um, yeah, so it feels like I'm in the flow and I don't think of anything and I intuitively. All right, everyone. I just want to give you a heads up that the recording on zoom for some reason decided to freeze for a few seconds right here. So when we resume this, it'll kind of sound out of place, but not really. It all connects. You won't notice too much of a difference. And I also wanted to take this time to tell you about um, a new a new exciting venture I have coming up. So I have a new group coaching course coming up. It's not launching quite yet, but this is the first time that I'm talking about it and I want you guys to know about it. So if you are a coach, if you are a creator of any kind, this is for you. And if you have fear holding you back, which fear is the number one reason, it is the thing between you and your greatest impact and your highest service. So if you are a coach or you are a creator and you're interested in working with me, and building an awesome community, uh, like a network of other coaches that you can learn from and collaborate with, this is for you. So holistic health coaches, energy workers, photographers, yoga teachers, fitness people, social media strategists, entrepreneurs, visionaries, authors, podcast hosts, influencers, models, whoever you are, um, anyone with a message that feels deeply called to share with the world and fears holding you back, this is for you and we are going to dive into transmuting your fear um, and getting past your blocks your fear blocks so you can do all the things that you want to be doing but you're not so go into the link in the description and you will see there's a wait list so we will we will have 12 people per group so we're keeping it small and intentional so we can really do the work and go deep and get to know each other and do a lot of personal work instead of just surface level like we're going deep so if you feel called to this, there's a link to the wait list so you can be first notified about it. So you can be the first to sign up. Um, so go to the link. It's in the show notes. It's in the description. Hit me up on Instagram if you have any questions. I'm not sh- quite sure the drop of when this will happen. But when you get on the wait list, you'll be the first to know about it. And also at the time of this release, it's two weeks before our retreat in Sedona, Arizona. So if for some reason you feel if you are one of those spontaneous people who feel called to a one of the retreats that we do, again, happening May 27th through 30th, that link is in the description. So if you feel called to vibe with us in person and get your retreat vibes on uh, and pull that spontaneous jump in and let's go, 
then that link is also in the description. If you just want to learn anything more about me and my offerings, go to feeling-free.com. All right, y'all. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Let's continue this conversation with Mimi. I know exactly what I'm saying to who I'm saying it to because I've been through all that. You know, I, I know how it feels to be anxious, overwhelmed, not clear. And I know how it feels to feel really motivated and driven and clear minded. And I know how to get someone from A to B because I do it to myself. And that's how I changed. I used to actually record voice notes on my phone to myself, voice memos mm. back in the day. Um, you know, motivating myself. It wouldn't be a meditation. It's like a motivational talk that I would just talk to myself and I'd listen to in the morning because I'm like, okay, you know, let's go. So that's kind of how it, how Mimi Method meditations um, transformed or create were created. I say Mimi Method meditations, but the name is changing um, in a couple months. So stay cool. tuned for that. I'm not releasing the name yet, but it's going to be really cool. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's kind of how it evolved. And that's why I think my meditations have done really well because they're really unique. Um, I think there's such a time and place for the more deep spiritual meditations. And I've done a lot of them myself, you know, but for what I create um, in my unique way, it's more of these like motivational cinematic music. Uh, they're, they're not even, they're meditations, but they're not, right? Some kind of uh, paving a path for a new type of meditation that has really helped me. So um, it's a lot of intense visualization, um, you know, just using your energy to, to feel like your future self before it's actually happened, which just, you know, it's manifestation on crack basically. So. <laughs> well, yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, I really wanted to ask you about that. Um, and it's interesting for me to just hear you talk about, because it, it's still that you're discovering it, which I think is so cool just even to, to own. Um, but that's something, even what I said in the beginning, something that you have that you that you've tapped into, but you don't know what it is quite yet. Yeah. I kind of call it like my ultimate self, higher self. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had experiences, very cool, like mystical experiences, even though I don't want to use that word because I don't want to scare people off when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I was at this meditation retreat, the Dr. Joe Spenza one mm -hmm. in January, mm -hmm. and I had like a really intense meditation. And I like fully connected with whatever that thing is that comes through me when I do my meditations. And I, it was a very intense experience. Like I couldn't speak for like four hours after the meditation. It was like really intense. I had to take the rest of the day off. Um, but it was like, it's something not human. I don't know what it is though, but it's like, it's just this like something, but again, I don't know. I'm still trying to explore it because mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I, my beliefs are a little bit. Like I'm stubborn in a way that if I don't see something, I don't know if I believe in it, but I'm, I'm, I'm very open to everything. I just like, don't really know. Um, I'm still in that phase of tr trying to figure it out, but all I know is that what I'm doing is working and it's really like hot, like wildfire. You know, my platform has, hasn't been, um, it hasn't been live from, for it's been live for, you know, 10 months. And yeah. it's grown so quickly and people like, you know, the, the testimonials are just crazy. Like, you know, it's not like a typical meditation app testimonials. Like these are just like really intense. And I'm getting letters every day on email talking about how these have like mm. transformed people's lives. And it's like, it's really cool. So I'm riding the wave and I'm going to keep going. And even though I don't know exactly what it is yet, the magic in it, I'm, maybe I'll figure it out one day. Maybe I'll just, I don't know. <laughs> so this is, thank you. I actually just got chills. <laughs> and why I, so I was two minutes late to this because I was writing an idea down um 
and it's weird that you brought this up. So what I wrote down was um, magic is the name for science that we don't understand yet. Cool. Yeah. There's too much. That's a coincidence sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know what to call it. Cause like sometimes things happen to me where I'm just like, okay, like, you know, this is really a coincidence. Like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm starting to be more and more tapped in mm. and I don't really know what it is yet. You know, the, the more I meditate, the more I go deep into this work of mine. Cause I have to be, this is like be having, this as a job has forced me to be my best self. Cause I can't record a meditation if I'm not feeling good about myself. Like I'm not really good at it. I'm not in that flow. I'm not connected. Yeah. So I'm like forced all the time to be working on myself to improve. And it's for a bigger purpose. It's not just for me, you know, it's for a lot of people. And, um, by doing so I've grown myself really quickly. And, um, yeah, sometimes I'll like feel things and like, you know, I'll like think of a number and like, look to the side and like that number is there. Like that happens way too often. I don't know what it is. It could be coincidence again. You know, maybe I'll be laying down on the beach near my house and meditating and I'll open and it's like clear blue skies. Nothing is in the sky. Mm. And then like right before I open my eyes, I just like, I think I'm like, think I I want a sign. And my whole thing, like my sign that I think of when I'm in meditation, like this, my symbol to embody is like angel, angel wings. Mm. Like, I don't know why I just feel like it's just like a higher version of me has like angel wings. And I'll, you know, this happened, um, clear blue skies. And I opened my eyes and there were these clouds there, just one set of clouds in the entire sky, right above me, right where I looked. And it was like angel wings. I need to show you the picture. It was like, (laughs) I love it really crazy, like little things like that. But then I'm like, is that coincidence? And then I'm like, Hmm, maybe. And then I like post that cloud photo, um, on my story, just as a background to something I was writing. And I had not, I was not writing anything to do with the clouds. And then I have like a couple of DMS from people being like, Oh, those look like angel wings. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. Mm. So it's just like little things. And I'll kind of like, I don't know, like I'm very tapped in these days. And I kind of just like, I don't know if it's like something I want or not. Like I, it's kind of like, I, I have a love hate relationship with it. Cause I'm just like, I don't know. I, I want to feel grounded more. I think sometimes, I don't know if you ever deal with this. Mm -hmm. Um, that was the photo I'm just showing you. Interesting. Yeah. So like for, I don't know if I would have said that. So for people to respond to that, to say angel wings is pretty dope. I know it was weird anyway. Mm, So So, yeah, go ahead. This is, yeah, I love this because so that's, so that's what I sense from you. Um, but I feel like, so when you, you said the word grounded, So what makes you nervous about, and we could even do this later, but like, I'm just curious, what makes you feel ungrounded about it? Oh, the unknown. Mm -hmm. I like known. I'm a known girl. Like I like, (laughs) I like having a plan. It's funny because I'm an entrepreneur and I'm always changing things. And, you know, I, I'm okay with certain aspects of risk and unknown, but just in life in general, like I want to feel in control. I think that's actually it. And, but there are parts of my life that really help me feel that way. Like my boyfriend grounds me incredibly. He's not really into this kind of woo woo stuff. So he's just and like, his name very, is Ben. Shout out to all yes, ben. His name is Ben. <laughs> um, and you know, like, I don't know, there, there are aspects of my life that really ground me, but sometimes I still feel like I just want to be I, safe and in control. And, and I don't huh. think control is a bad word. That's the thing, you know, being obsessively controlling is not good, obviously, but 
I enjoy my, my aspects Uh of liking control because it means, you know, it shows in other aspects of my life because I know what I want and I'm really good at getting what I want. I'm really good at business. I'm really good at Mm -hmm. tapping into that masculine energy of just Mm -hmm. like doing and being decisive. And, um, yeah. So, you know, I think it's just the stance and what really helps me if I'm feeling a little bit ungrounded because I'm so, you know, up there creatively and just going around and, you know, flowing, just feeling my power and control, just like feeling and believing like I can handle anything, you know, like I can, I can handle it. Right. So that's kind of one of the things I, I, that's what I go back to if I'm in a meditation sometimes and I'm kind of feeling like, Hmm, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Like I'll just bring myself back to being like, I'm powerful. Like I'm untouchable. So but yeah. again, I don't even know, you know, what I mean by all of this. Like, what am I scared of? <laughs> I don't know. I've never experienced anything, you know, that didn't feel that's, well, I haven't experienced much in my life that didn't feel safe. I don't know. It's just this whole mm-hmm. world of getting deep in spirituality is something to navigate for sure. So, mm-hmm. so if you were to finish the sentence, so I'm scared because, uh, because I, I don't have, uh, I don't have the control or like, I, I just, I can't create the outcome. I love creating outcomes. I love, I love being the creator of my life. And that that's the thing too, you know, I stand in a weird place when it comes to like, you know, manifestation, law of attraction, spirituality, and then also like being the creator of your life, because, you know, my biggest belief in life is that we are all hundred percent responsible for our lives. That's like one of my core beliefs. And, you know, sometimes I get annoyed if like my intuitive coach, I'm like, oh, you know, like this happened. How do I solve it? She's like, it's a past life trauma. And I'm like, no, I don't believe, like, I don't know if I, I don't believe in that. Like, you know, I don't like, I believe that this is all something that I've created for myself. How do I get over my own beliefs, my own way of being to change aspects of my life. Right. So there are certain things that I butt heads with. Um, and that's when people try to blame mercury and retrograde. (laughs) That's when people try to blame, uh, astrology or I'm just, you know, a Gemini. Like, you know, it's like, (laughs) I don't believe in any of that. It's like, Mm -hmm. you're not just a Gemini. You're a dick. Like, (laughs) um, no, I like Gemini's, but you know, I, I don't believe in it being outside of you. I think everything is within us. So that's why I don't know. I, I just have some sort of like internal conflict when it comes to things that are a bit too out there because, and I, and I expose myself to it. I freaking go to the Joe Dispenza events, you know, and those are very woo. And I just, I'm just trying to figure it out. I don't know exactly what I believe in yet, but I, but what I do know for sure is that our thoughts create our reality. And that's a a deep belief of mine. And I've seen it in my own life. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I know that's something you can always come back to. I know that. So that's what I know for sure. (laughs) I love it. So in a second, we're going to pivot, but like this is this is super fun so kind of how you said control right necessarily isn't bad i think it, it's the same thing applied to the other worlds like everything is neutral right so it's just like what you said your thoughts create your beliefs so whatever you believe something is that's what it is so right whether it's spiritual past lives gemini woo whatever you assign to that word is true so it's like, what do you want to believe, you know, and the same thing is, and so far up until this point, you have chosen what you want to believe, which is perfect. And it's happened the way it's supposed to be for you right now. Yeah, that's it. Right. 
I, I agree with you on that. You know, we, we create our lives through our beliefs and I don't know what I want to believe in yet when it comes to a lot of this stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm still, I'm 24. I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, I, I don't think I'm not in a rush for it too. I think this mm-hmm. figuring out what the bigger things in life are, it's, it's a life journey. But right now, all I do know is that what I'm doing is working and I have a really big mm-hmm. vision for it. And I know deep down that it's going to be big. And I know that. And I, I think, you know, anyone can have that feeling of I'm meant to live an exceptional life. Yes. And, yes. you know, I, I really believe that all of us are deeply special and deeply unique. And mm-hmm. we all have that deep down thought inside of us. Like I could be more. So with my meditations, I try to take that little voice from inside mm-hmm. of people and like, you know, amplify it and get them to take action towards being that. Um, so, yeah. And I think even the extreme, extremely practical person will be like Mimi. Well, how do you know that? I just know, and I've seen it to be proven in my life and in other Mm -hmm. people's lives. And if you don't want to live an average life, you have to stop doing average things. And I say average, I use average as a bad word and some people hate me for it, but average (laughs) is a bad word because look at average in today's society. Uh It's unhappy, overweight, hate their lives, wait for the weekend, get drunk every weekend, feel depressed, you know, only earning X amount per year. Like average is not what I want. So if average was different, I'd want to be average, but it's not. You know, so if you don't want to be average, then you have to stop doing average people things. Like when I was going through my initial big phase of growth, I actually like, I was alone a lot because I didn't want to hang out with anyone that wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, So, you know, it can be lonely. It can be hard. It can be, it can be just something you don't want to do at the time of growth, but it's really worth it going through this personal development and believing in yourself to be something bigger. Mm. That's cool. And I just want to acknowledge you for admitting that you aren't quite sure where you want to go with it yet. I think that's even cool of just acknowledging like, Hey, these are these things. And kind of what you, what we've already touched on is you can be both like you are trusting in this unknown, but you also, right. You might resonate with the word control. I just, to me, like you're decisive. Yeah. Right. And like, you know what you want and it's, Cause like, it's like, you're controlling and not controlling, like you're both. And there's so much nuance in it of it's like, you are taking all the action. Cause of course you've seen results from that, but a lot of it, you can't explain. So it's like, why can't it be both? Yeah. That's a good way to think of it. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I try to be both and, you know, I, I play around with it in different areas of my life, like with my boyfriend and stuff, you know, I'm not overly controlling. I'm very feminine. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, I like to have that role in the relationship. Obviously sometimes I'm like, Oh, we're ordering this for dinner, you know, (laughs) like in bigger ways, he is Uh like alpha male. And I really enjoy that because Mm -hmm. I don't want to be this, you know, very just bold version of me in every area of my life. So I'm glad that I've been able to kind of categorize it, um, Mm -hmm. and design my life the way I want it to be. And I work towards it every day. I'm, I'm definitely not a hundred percent there yet. I have many moments where I am. And the more I do this work, the more I do the growth, the more I feel like the ultimate me, but I still go through so many moments every day where I don't feel great. And I have to get myself back on track and I'm like feeling low and I have to do this. And then I sit on my phone for two hours and hate myself (laughs) for it. And I have to get back up and then I meditate and I feel great. And then I record 10 meditations and I feel like on fire. And then I go, you know, it's just like, it's this dance of life. And 
I haven't experienced full perfection yet. I don't know if I ever will. I don't think I ever will. Um, but I think trying to be the best me that's makes funny. me feel my best. And that's all I know. That's cool. I love that. How, um, when you talk about Ben, your boyfriend, so this is one thing with a lot of women I've worked with, um, they are highly successful and meaning, you know, it's, so they've developed these habits similar to you, right? Where it's, I know what I can get because of this. I'm very ambitious, da, 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 da. but they don't know how to turn that off in the romantic sphere of their life. So what does that look like for you? You know, I love that you asked that um, because I will say that when I want to be more feminine and tap into more of that feminine energy, I'll do it in many little areas of my life. So for example, if I'm washing my face and mm. instead of just wiping it dry, I'll like pat it dry, like little things. Uh. And, um, I think, you know, there is the saying of how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're like, you can be that bold, masculine energy of being a go-getter and also have parts of you that are softer and more feminine. Mm -hmm. Um, what was your question though? It was, how do I, (laughs) so, right. It's so you're, you're right on there, but yeah, just as far as how do you not necessarily turn that off, but how do you do both right in your business and be that feminine with Ben? Okay. Yeah. So I, I just, I've, you know, I I've decided consciously and unconsciously that this is how I act in different parts of my life. And I've seen what makes me feel best. I think I go a lot with how I'm feeling. I'm very in tune with my body, with my emotions. So if I am in a business meeting and I am talking to someone about taking them on for a big contract or, you know, Mm. something. And when it comes to like money, I'm really good at being decisive. Um, you know, if I, you know, for example, if I, I did a video with my team and there was something in the video that I didn't like, I'll write back right away and say, Hey, let's change this, you know? Mm. So I'm good at deciding what I want when it comes to business and in relationships too, I'm not going to not say something like if we had, we're in a fight, like we're very vocal, very commute, mm. like we're good at communicating. And, um, so I, I really just to answer your question, like I haven't really done many exercises exercises to like, just decide on that. Like I I've just, I guess, emotionally been drawn to what feels good for me. Mm. Um, and at the beginning of our relationship, maybe I was a bit more bold and masculine, but I've over time naturally felt better letting him kind of take the reins a lot of the time and just being that like little girl me, you know, I I love like That's Mm. a really special part of our relationship that I value a lot. It's like we're kids together and I can be this like little cute Mimi and like be silly (laughs) and, Uh you know, and like, we just have fun together and it's very Mm -hmm. light. And to have that light energy, I need to like, not be intense and masculine sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so I just, I go with my gut and I just, I'm very in tune with what feels good and what doesn't. And it's a time and place for everything. Like sometimes like I said, you know, sometimes it's the opposite when we're fighting and stuff. I'm very, you know, like not controlling, but I'm good at controlling my emotions Mm. so that I can communicate in a way that is bold so that they understand what's going on. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's kind of, again, like I keep saying, it's like a dance. You got to kind of, I don't think being all one way or all the other way is healthy in any area of life and relationships, just like in business. If, if I'm collaborating with my, let's say like my CMO, my marketing girl, um, and she has a view on something and I have a different view. Like, you know, we kind of talk about it and we, it's not like I'm going to be just stubborn. Like I, I'm really good at playing the dance. I think that's cool. And it's funny, like 
I was waiting for to say the dance because you brought it up earlier. So I love that you brought it up mm-hmm. um, because it is. And so much like in this world, we do tend a lot of the time get caught up with like masculine, feminine definitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the same. I mean, with anything, we've talked a lot about words and meaning, which is cool. But it's like those are guidelines. But it's like what you're doing is that I like is yes, it's good to be aware of the information, the wisdom, but ultimately you're doing what feels good to you, but not from, not strictly from a place of this is what I'm comfortable with. And from my quote unquote wounding, right? Cause a lot of people could say like, well, this feels natural to me, but you're, you're tapped into the place of this is natural to me, me and the, what I want to create. And you're feeling into that instead of like, just focusing on a guideline and like, this is the rules. So I'm going to do it. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And I think it takes a lot of work to get to that point. You know, if you mm-hmm. asked me six, seven years ago, like, oh, just be intuitively you. I didn't know how to be, <laughs> you know, I was so far away from myself um, that I just kind of did what I thought I should be doing to fit in or to be cool or, you know, trying to get external validation in ways. Like I just, it wasn't, I, I wasn't tapped in at all or connected. So I didn't really know how to be that authentic me necessarily, especially around other people. Mm. Um, the one thing I did keep up for most of my life is journaling and writing. And I always saw like the the real me when I did that. So that was one thing that I I think really helped me just understand myself and who I am and just improving myself because the more I improve myself, the more me I feel. And I think there's something really beautiful about discipline and just self-determination Uh, to an extent, knowing when to rest as well. But I think Mm. living your life feeling good, it's, you know, having that investor's mentality towards your whole life is what I like to say. That's Mm. actually a chapter in the book I'm writing right now. And yeah, having an investor's mentality towards your entire life, not just with money, you know, but with your health, your relationships, yourself, right? Putting in a little bit of extra effort and time now, planting the seed now, and then reaping the rewards later. And I think that's such a basic life skill that a lot of people lack on. A lot of people are just giving into immediate instant gratification all the time with Mm -hmm. everything, with food, with relationships, you know, overeating, cheating, um, you know, with their own self, like, Mm -hmm. you know, not giving themselves time to like self care and like have a night in and read and have a bubble bath. And like, that makes you actually feel really good. Instead, if they're stressed and anxious, they go out to a club one night to let off steam with their friends, but they're going to feel like crap the next day. It's not constructive. So just choosing things that, that you feel are an investment for your future, Mm -hmm. I think is something really important that more people should do. Um, so yeah, that's cool. I love that. Um, and one thing I believe is because yeah, you're right with money. People say, really only about, you know, investing, compound interest, ROI, whatever. But it's in every area of your life. It's not when we talk about, you know, making choices or thoughts or whatever, it's like you were already invested. So it's not, it's not a, it's not like you are now choosing to be in, I get yes and no, but the point I'm getting to is like, you were already invested. So it's not whether you are invested or not. It's like, no, what are you invested in? Because whatever choice you're making now, that is the return you're getting on the decision now. Yeah. So that's one thing that I just like to look at. Like, no, like you already are. It's like every single person is technically invested. But yeah, you're right. It's like, what do you want want more of? 
And um, how do you balance that of, because you're obviously so driven, right? And ambitious, all the, like, you know what you want. So how do you, like, how do you balance that? Or what does that look like for you of like enjoying the now, like living in the moment and also knowing, because if we keep, you know, just like, okay, I'm investing this so I can take this money out when I'm 65. I'm like, no, screw that. Like, I'm not living that way. Like, I don't want to live when I'm 65. So how do you do instant or delayed gratification versus living in the present? That is such a good question. And I love talking about this because it's so mm. important. Mm. You know, you can't just, I don't believe you could just, I, I don't think that you need to just live in the moment forever. And that's where you'll ever be. And that it is true though. It's where you will always ever be is in the moment, but <laughs> mixing in, um, you know, working towards your future, you know, it feels good in the moment too. If you really tap into that. So yes. like what I like to say is there's this perfect line right in the middle being in the present moment and striving for more, um, and working towards a better future. And that sweet spot is where you want to live. And there are some moments where you're going to be fully immersed in the present moment. And that's amazing. And then there are going to be some moments where you put a little bit of discipline aside to really work on your future, but you, in the most kind of in the general, you know, realm of things, like I think there is that sweet spot in the middle that we all should be focused on living in. And that's a little bit of both and going back and forth throughout your day and, you know, having that ability to just understand when you should be in which place I think is important. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, there's, there's a spot right in the middle that you, you know, I think is best for people to live in and dancing again, that word dance dancing. between either side, I think is also pretty important. Um, you know, I, I think they're both really important and that's why I love to do my meditations every day. Cause I feel in the moment while also embodying the energy of my future, mm. that's what my meditations are all about. You know, you're in the moment while just embracing how you want to feel. And that's again, that, that sweet spot moment. And the more you're there, the more you just mm. feel life, you know? And that's cool. Cause it, yeah, it goes back to just like enjoying that. Right. It doesn't have to be, Oh, this sucks so bad. Like, like, it's like, no, you're enjoying it. Cause you're still in the moment, but Mimi, I'm curious when you're, cause you write the dancing, the swing, like the back and forth, the pendulum, when you're swinging more into doing mode, how do you, or actually, what are you more comfortable with naturally doing or resting? That's such a good question. Um, you know, honestly, it's the sweet <laughs> spot. I love the sweet spot. It's in the middle Ooh, of both. That's, that's kind of, it used to be more doing. Okay. And I used to struggle with being in the moment more, but now I'm like really finding joy in that middle moment. Mm. Um, and then knowing when to do either, you know, I, so to answer your question, it's that sweet spot. It's like right in the middle because just doing, just doing, it doesn't really feel amazing all the time. And then just living in the moment feels good, but you kind of like need more direction sometimes. So it's that in between that I like to live. Um, that's cool. So how did you, so let's say you're, you know, swinging more on like the doing side of things right now you're dancing over here a lot of people a lot of us like to think like well man i want to be resting right now it's yeah. it's like it's how do you not how do you be in that present versus just like you're not where you are right and then when you're resting you think about all the things you could be doing so i like to you know the way that i like to work is you know i'll wake up in the morning and I do a lot of my work in the morning. Like I have a whole morning routine and when I'm writing and journaling and I always brainstorm for my business and, you know, I'm, I'm really good at 
doing that right in the morning because I feel like the most clear and mm. less distracted. So what I like to do if I have work to do, like if I'm starting to write for my book or something, like I'll get all cozy, put my robe on, oh. maybe put like a face mask ask on, like have like a cup of tea or like a coffee and get somewhere comfortable. And then mm. like take my laptop out and start writing. It's like, you don't need to be this like hunched over a desk, like really feeling stressed and negative when yeah. you're doing work. Why don't you just start enjoying it more and like have aspects around you, like play some nice meditation music in the mm. background, you know, have, you know, just do things that make you feel good while you're doing that work. And I think that is how I kind of enjoy both. If I need to do work, um, and then also just like, you know, from like a productivity standpoint, having my days just lined out for me, you know, like if, if I am having a busy day, knowing that I can take my time now to just be, because in an hour I have something else scheduled. Like, I think that's a really important thing to note as well, because I think for people that like to be doing all the time and controlling, just having like a calendar to have some of your rest time, uh, you know, locked into there is really important. So you're, you can actually just relax when you're relaxing. Cause you know, the rest of your day is planned and you have it all covered. Mm. Um, so that really helps me. Uh, but yeah, also just taking breaks. Like you don't need to be switched on work mode 24 seven. You can take a five, 10 minute break, go outside without your phone and just like be, and then go back and then do it. Right. So it's, mm. it's like finding that rhythm. That's cool. So one of the last questions I have for you is you shared a post of mine and I'm curious to know why you resonated with it so much. And it was something like trying to reveal or trying to fix someone reveals you have not yet fully accepted yourself. Oh, that's interesting. I forget when I repost that. I always repost the nice quotes, but that was a really good <laughs> one. Yeah. Trying to fix someone reveals what you have within yourself. Um, yeah. Oh my God. With every relationship of mine in my life, if I'm feeling annoyed at my boyfriend <laughs> or my sister or someone, uh -huh. I have, I get such a reflection of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so what was it? I'm sure there was a situation that happened that it made me repost that. Cause I often repost things that I feel like I resonate with in that moment. Like in the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like if I'm in a fight with my boyfriend or something and he's not doing what I want him to. Maybe I ask myself, <laughs> Oh, is there an area where I can be softer with myself in my life? Yeah. Am I being, am I setting standards that are too high for myself? So that I'm setting them on other people as well. So therefore I can't, you know, like it's never going to be met because I can't even meet them myself. You know what I mean? Like things like that, just kind of being a bit more understanding of humans and, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I love that. So, um, we're going to do some, Amy's going to lead us in a a quick meditation. Um, let's, so I guess before we go into this, because like we'll end with it and then I'll just, you know, end the recording so people can just vibe out. And um, so I just want to say thank you, Mimi. This is cool. Um, this is, I mean, why these things are so fun is because it's just re really me getting to know you. And I know so many other people will resonate with it and to watch your reactions and like what lights you up and like your gifts and you're very intuitive. Like I told you when I first like DM'd you, like I knew there was something. Um, and so like, I'm like, okay. So like some things were just like confirmed about you. And I just want to like, you, you already know this, but you definitely are like on the right path. Like you're in that, that lion that you like to live in, you know, of yeah. the being and the doing and the resting. And like beyond the, like money is awesome. Like love it. 
I love fun, love luxury, love it as a tool and the success, all the things like I'm big on like living a big life, but at the same time, like you're just being you and I can feel that. And so I think that's like your secret is that you, and I, but that really what you said at the beginning is like, that really is everyone's secret. It's like knowing yourself so you can be yourself, but you've really tapped into that and you use the word tapped in a lot, but I just wanted to acknowledge that's really cool. Thank you so much. That's so great to hear. And, um, I hope it inspires people because I didn't start my life with this. You know, my parents didn't have a lot of money growing up. I didn't, I wasn't raised in luxury. I wasn't, I really, like I created everything I have for myself and that just shows that if someone else can do it, so can you. So that's okay. Mm. I like to say so. Yeah. And in, in the meditation I'm about to lead us through, it'll be like a two minute, you know, very short meditation, but it'll just kind of get you to connect with your best self, your future self. I like to call it. And um, is, so I love that. So Mimi, like, and you might, this might be part of the meditation, but I'm curious for you when you say your best, highest future now, whatever that is that we don't know, <laughs> what do you envision? Like, what does that look like to you? It's such a good question. It's like, it's more of a feeling you know, it's That's a feeling. Yeah. It's a feeling of like that. I can tap into it. Like right now I feel it. So I live yeah. my future self sometimes and then I go out of it and I live it again and go out of it. Mm. So it's just that feeling of just bliss and contentment and being satisfied with who I am, you know, feeling like there is no, nowhere else to go. Like I'm just there. That's cool. If there was one, I know you mentioned angel wings. Is there mm -hmm. one like symbol? Like if you close your eyes, is there one thing or color or something that like you associate with that feeling? Sunset orange. <laughs> That's like my color. I always get Oof. people to envision gold and light around them. It's such a good energy color to envision like sparkly gold and light. Mm -hmm. I'll integrate that into the meditation. <laughs> Um, oh, because you just feel it. like you're glowing, you know, mm, sunset orange. I love that. Well, thank you, Mimi. Let's freaking do it. Let's do it. All right. So you can close your eyes and just start feeling your body wherever you are. Just start feeling your body because to get out of your head and stop overthinking, you got to get into your body. So feeling your heartbeat, feeling your breath as you breathe in and out, just feeling your body. And start to think about the ultimate expression of you. Who is that ultimate you? Just open up your mind and see the potential because your potential is so infinite. You can be anything that you wanna be and you can do anything that you wanna do. So with that in mind, just envision the ultimate you. Start to embody their body, putting your shoulders back, holding yourself like your future self. Feeling your body getting out of your head and just feeling 
and where you are right now. And start to envision golden, sparkly, radiant light being emitted from your body. A meter around you, just like a big aura of golden, sparkly light. Feel it tickling your skin. Just envision it around you, make it a reality right now. Remembering that you are in your future self body. So holding it. Breathing. And experience how it feels to be this ultimate you. Memorize the feeling. Emotionally feel what it feels like to be unlimited, to be abundant, to have everything that you want in your life. you keep envisioning this golden light surrounding you feeling your body and your soul just transform into your future self knowing that you can tap into your future self your best self your higher self at any given moment in cultivating the frequency of your future every emotion that you want to feel all in one the frequency of your future and just holding on to it, memorizing that feeling. And just knowing that it's so within reach. The more that you tap into this feeling, the faster you'll get there. So before opening up your eyes, just committing to yourself that for the rest of today, you're going to feel this way as much as possible. You're going to hold on to this and keep coming back to this feeling of your future because you can be there, you can get there, you can embody this. It's all on you. You're responsible for creating this for yourself. So let that thought empower you and as you slowly open up your eyes, you can come back to this new life, seeing the world through a different lens and just noticing how different your body feels. While again, knowing that you can hold on to this for the rest of today. All righty, y'all. If you connect with this episode, and I'm so grateful for Mimi for being here with us, and that beautiful meditation how cool is that make sure you go follow her on instagram at mimi bouchard you can click the link in the description in the show notes to also get to her to her website mimi method.com but as you heard in the combo that's changing soon 
Um, so don't miss what she's doing. She gave me a sneak peek into what's happening. And honestly, this is huge and transformational. I'm excited for it. All right, y'all. Thank you for being here. If you don't already, follow me at Instagram at the fear guy. Thank you for being here. You are an incredible, limitless human soul. Adios, my friends. <laughs>